Welcome back to About Last Night. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice, with Francis Scarcella, reporter for The Daily Item. Over the past few episodes, we've been discussing open cases that are local to us here in central Pennsylvania. Small-town crimes sometimes go less noticed by the media and, therefore, the public. About Last Night is bringing these cases to the forefront to get the attention that they need and deserve. This season will cover several cases, some old, some new, all of which justice has yet to be served. Uh, It's a Sunbury woman who went missing uh, in April of 20... The missing persons case of Corey Edkin. The death of Matthew Hoy. The missing persons case of Tracy Crow. We are covering these cases and more all small-town crimes that we are bringing to the forefront. This is About Last Night, a true crime podcast. Produced by Harv Productions, LLC. (coughs) Through this process, we've talked to some families and authorities that have given us an inside look at cases from as long ago as 1986 and one in which the trial is coming up in January. We've discussed the missing persons case of Angel Donahue, who went missing from Sunbury, PA in 2020. We covered the missing persons case of three-year-old Corey Edkin from 1986. And we also talked about his grandmother, Merle Miller, who is currently awaiting her January trial for allegedly killing her husband, John Nichols. Also, the unsolved murder case of Charles Burgess, who was in a relationship with Corey Edkin's mother, Debbie Mowry, at the time of his death. We talked about the missing persons case of Tracy Crow from 1989, as well as the unsolved homicide of Matthew Hoy from 1994. These are cases that we will continue returning to when new information becomes available, and we will keep pushing for answers and investigating them ourselves as much as possible. So, we've been digging into all of these cases, these open cases, some older, some more recent. And we're going to keep coming back to these as more information becomes available. And as we do more digging, find out any new information, we'll be bringing that to you guys as soon as we have it. But for now, we're going to start moving on into some new topics. We are, but just to go back on on the cases that we have covered, just so everybody is clear and understands that it's not just one and done. So we are going to continue to, to... you know, dig and find out and speak to as many relatives and and investigators as possible. And uh, as things come out and as more and more you know, information develops in these cases, we'll be, we'll be bringing them to you here, uh, e- even if it's a special episode. Whatever the case may be, we're not going to just stop. So uh, to all the families out there, we thank everybody that has reached out and has uh, cooperated with us and uh, wants to get their message out. And I'm, again, uh, we're both very easy to find. So uh, anything that uh, ever comes up, please reach out. And uh, again, it's with the holidays coming up, I know it's a hard time of year for everybody. So we just wanted everybody to know that we're, that we're, we're not just moving on and forgetting. We're, we're still here and we're still, uh, if you look at a computer screen, you'll see many screens up and that's one of the screens that will remain up. So. I'm going to intro some stuff that we're going to be, like, doing come January. Moving forward, we will be covering the trial of Merle Miller in January as a jury hears her case. 
So as we've talked about before um, in January is the trial of Merle Miller, who um, allegedly killed her husband. I will be out of the country. You will be. You will be in Italy. <laughs> I will be out of the country at the time of this trial. However, Francis will most certainly be there. And he will be texting me probably every 30 seconds what is happening. And, and we have that all set up now that we can go country to country. So we're all set. Yeah. But we will be bringing at least weekly, but more likely, um, some special exclusive episodes with updates on that trial they might be a little less audio quality than typical because we'll have to do them on Zoom because I will be in another country. But we will be bringing them. It should be a very interesting trial, don't you think? Yeah, very much so. And they may be uh, more often than not. You may get uh, maybe daily, maybe every other day, depending on how it goes. We're certainly going to uh, keep everybody uh, you know, aware of, of what's taking place and with the with the six-hour time difference, so you're gonna be you're gonna be working over there. So yeah, get ready. Vacation's not a vacation, so it's not a vacation. We'll be back after this. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC stand for selling more cars and satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Also in January, we hope to hear back from the Office of Open Records. Harv Productions, LLC, filed a right-to-know request to Northumberland County Children and Youth this year regarding documents pertaining to the murder of three-year-old Arabella Parker. If you haven't already, head back to Season 2 to hear more about that case. When the request was denied, I appealed to the Office of Open Records. The office indicated that we would have a decision by the end of January. When we do hear back from them, We'll let you know. But also in January, something that we, let's return ourselves to the Arabella Parker case. I filed a right to know request um, to Children and Youth Services, and it was denied, and we appealed that to the Office of Open Records. Well, the Office of Open Records indicated that we would have a decision by January 31st. So come January... We might have some new information on that. I think you did a great job with filing that, and for the record, for all those that are that are closely paying attention, that have had uh, comments to be made, Anna did this right to know all herself. I did review it, and I thought she did a fantastic job and learned a lot through the process. And these are uh, everything that she did; she did on her own, and I'm very proud of her for for going after those documents. And I'll be looking forward to to receiving them, hopefully. Mm-hmm. That right to know request sparked a whole new interest in me. I ended up, because the reason for denial was that it was um, related to a non-criminal investigation. Well, considering some of it that was requested was inside the actual trial because I attended it. Mm -hmm. Well, also that whole non-criminal investigation, that whole idea was like just so odd to me. I'm like, anything could be a non-criminal investigation. Like, what the hell does that even mean? So I was in a media law class this past semester and we had to do a 10 page paper on a specific issue regarding media law. So I did mine on Pennsylvania right to know law and non-criminal investigations. Um, 
And I ended up realizing that it's just a very broad, really kind of vague field of what that even means. Um, but that's a whole nother topic. But I'm hoping that the Office of Open Records will see that the documents I requested are important and they should be brought into the public eye. They absolutely should be, and I agree with you 110%. Unfortunately, I don't work at the Office of Open Records, but well, I do want... only if you did, Francis, then agree. you could just I agree, rule in my favor. I agree, and I hope that they do rule in your favor. And there's <laughs> options after that. Uh, I don't think that it's uh, the beginning of, uh, of anything, even if we were to be denied. Uh, I think there's uh, several other options that uh, can take place before it's uh, completely a done deal, so... Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking at all those, and, and obviously you're doing a fantastic job with that, and I do hope to, that, uh, you know, the transparency prevails and the documents do come out and you are able to see exactly some of the things that took place in a, in a nearby county, uh, I guess maybe about an hour from here in another county. The children and youth, uh, head of children and youth in that county was actually criminally charged for uh, records that weren't being kept up so it's a problem across the country and not saying anything here right? mm -hmm. there was nothing criminal done here but uh they actually there was documents that they were just not taken care of and mm -hmm. so it's you know it's a it's a checks and balances type situation and i think it's good that was the all. title of my paper it literally was my paper was called right to know law exception of non-criminal investigation or standard checks and balances oh, that was the, that's great that See, was the so, title to so my paper we're on the same wavelength on, man. always i always have so. <laughs> um but for the next few weeks until and when's the trial of merle miller is it it's like early january very, very early january yeah. okay so we'll be getting into that but for the next couple weeks until that, friend, do you want to kind of introduce what we want to talk about for a little bit? I will, but I, I did have a message. Uh, and when we do do these, I know that over there you will be celebrating your out of the country and enjoying yourself. So we're going to try to keep Anna out of the Italian bar rooms. And Shut up. we do have some relatives over there that are going to be around. And, and they've been also warned to keep her very... Uh, uh, good morning recording, so I don't want to get a phone call that, let's record now. <laughs> so we're hoping that that doesn't transpire. <laughs> and if it does, you will not hear it. We will cut it off immediately. Um, hey, who puts these out? I do. <laughs> I control what goes on, okay? <laughs> I know. So, we're, so if it does, we're going to have to hit the pause and delete button a lot over that course of time. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Sholly Insurance Agency is an independent insurance company that has been family owned and operated since 1985. When you enter their branches in Lewisburg and Sealands Grove, you will be welcomed by local agents who understand your needs and want to help you find the right coverage at the best price. Locally based and community oriented, Sholly Insurance will help you protect what you love. Head to sholleyagency.com for more information. Sholly Insurance Agency, we are here to help. For now, we will be talking about the increase in drug overdoses that have occurred in the past few years across the country, but specifically in Northumberland County. We'll be talking to Northumberland County District Attorney Tony Matalevich about what he's seen over the past few years. On a serious note, yeah, we are going to get into uh, what we had talked about, we're going to have a, uh, hopefully a couple special guests, including the Northumberland County District Attorney, and, and we're hoping to get the county coroner and a, and a bunch of others to speak about the increase in 
drug overdoses that are that are happening not just here but across the country but since we are here in Northumberland County in you know central Pennsylvania here we're gonna focus on that and and it's uh, I, I've seen a lot I've seen it's it's more and more and as you hear the scanner you're constantly hearing this and it's it's awful so we want to uh, try to bring awareness to that and uh, see how we can help people get the help that they need or get treatment that they need because it's chances are at this point somebody you know or somebody that that uh, you know knows somebody that has been affected by this in their families and, and we just kind of want to uh, you know dip into the pool a little bit and try to and help where we can. And how long have you been seeing this like increase? Over the last three years for sure but uh, this year this year was a lot I mean I, I actually did a story on that uh, there was a bad batch of fentanyl that was going around the county and it, and it was taking the lives of a lot of people and it affected uh, one of a one of the people that we had on the show, Scott Schaefer, a friend of his, actually uh, the other guy who was uh, yeah. convicted of the Billy Hendricks, Billy Hendricks mm-hmm. uh, had had died of an overdose, and it's very you know he's very broken up about it, and it's one of those things that just you know you don't I, I, I'm not sure that the intention there is to go in and and die from it, but I but unfortunately they're getting a lot of bad. Uh, batches and you just don't know what you're getting so it's easy to say well don't do it don't do it and, and why would you ever want to but you know until you're in somebody's shoes I guess you never really know the the true tale of it so we're going to try to step into that a little bit and and you know find some answers and try to get some results and hopefully speak to a, a couple of counselors as well mm-hmm. and like I know you talk to the district attorney a lot um have there been a lot of cases? I mean, obviously we're seeing a lot of overdoses, but have there been a lot of cases that he's been able to like go after people for like selling drugs? Like, there's a couple that have been drug death by delivery charges that have been around, but it's really hard. It's that's that's, that's what I was it's thinking. Like a cold case, man. They're just hard to hard to prove because you don't know. I mean, yeah. you just don't know. So there's some that are cut and dry, and there's some that aren't. But I know it's one of those things. Obviously, they don't want to ever not charge somebody if it's there they're they're absolutely going to do it so but they're very hard and we'll talk to him about that i'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer those kind of questions and we're going to bounce around not just here we're going to talk to you know the the surrounding neighbor uh neighboring county district attorneys and see what we can get from them Mm -hmm. because i think this is an issue that's i mean you said across the country not it's not just northumberland county um but we'll wrap up Short episode this week. It's the week of Christmas. It is the week of Christmas. Tell us about your plans. What are you looking forward to on, in Christmas week? What do you mean? What am I looking forward to? Like, what are you to? looking forward to? What was on well, What was on Anna Weiss's Santa Christmas wish my list? My Christmas? It's um, pretty much all clothes to go to Italy. <laughs> all clothes to go it's to Italy? All, I, I feel like I need to be a new woman. Like, I need a new wardrobe. Are you excited? I am excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I've never flown by myself, so... Kind of scared. I have a five-hour layover in Germany. That's kind of scary. (laughs) I was was here when we booked it. (laughs) I I know. I'm telling the people. (laughs) But did you you make any, like, plans while you're there or anything yet? Did you talk to anybody? Well, I'm taking a class while I'm there. I'm taking a fashion marketing class. Um, I get to take a wine appreciation course, which is something that I am very much looking forward to. Um, But as for the week of Christmas, on Friday, my pap is getting married. 
I heard. Congratulations. So, <laughs> so congratulations to him. So that starts that starts uh, uh, the Christmas holidays right out We're of the gate. We're kicking him off And then on you're Friday. coming back, and I know that there's uh, Christmas pajamas to be passed out and all oh, yeah. kind of. Because Stacy, my mom tried to get rid of that a few years ago, and I was very upset. I know. I said, Mom, we have to have the Christmas And I'm pajamas. surprised she did because she's, you know. She's very tradition, right. and right. then she tried right. to get rid of the Christmas jammers. I was like, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> right. we have to, do you know she wouldn't let us, she would not get us gingerbread houses to make this year. Why? She said we there wasn't a time that we could get all the cousins together to make uh, them. I was so sad. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. So gingerbread houses to, to nights in uh, Italian bar rooms. Yes, so I will be making the, a gingerbread house in Italy. In Italy I don't know yes. how, but I and will. And you are going to, because I know they have been tuning in. You're going to also meet some other Scarcellas over there. And yeah. Hang out. And <laughs> They're going to show me around. No, they've been pre-warned as well. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, I, it's going to be a good time of the year. We hope everybody out there has a very Merry Christmas. What was on your Christmas list? Uh, I don't ever have a Christmas list. I know, but like, what do you what do you want for what Christmas? What did I want for Christmas? Yeah. I, I want to see you have a great time in Italy. <laughs> well, thanks, friends. And I want to see you come back happy and, and with a great experience over there and to continue to work on this and, and, and uh, hopefully solve some cases this year. So if I yeah. had any... If I had any wishes this year, it would be to help a lot of the families out this year and maybe get some answers or, or at least progress. And, That's our uh, New Year's resolution. And give them hope. Yes. Awesome. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We'll keep coming back with new content and continue to bring cases into the light. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Harv Productions LLC to stay up to date on what we have coming. Happy holidays to all of our listeners. We appreciate all of your support over the past year.